We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A devastating week in the NFL. We're all pulling for DeMar. The Chiefs and the Raiders will take the field Saturday in the league's first game since Bill's safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field Monday night. It's tough to sleep at night because I could have been any one of us. It could have been myself, any one of those guys in the locker room. At the end of the day, we're, we're people, we're not just players, and I think, uh, I think everybody understands that even more now. What the players and coaches are saying ahead of their regular season finale coming up in press coverage. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Press Coverage with Marlia Campbell. Hear from sports players and coaches as they get ready for game day. The top storylines and headlines people are talking about, straight from the people they're talking about. Press Coverage is proudly sponsored by 360 Vodka, a holiday distillery favorite. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, let's go to Marlia to get all the latest on the Chiefs' upcoming game. Hey, everybody. Uh, obviously a really rough week in the NFL with Bill safety DeMar Hamlin suffering a cardiac arrest in Buffalo's game against Cincinnati. So in the wake of all this, we're just going to take a large chunk of this show just to share some thoughts from players and coaches across the league in the days since that game was suspended. So we're going to switch things up this week and start with an update from the Bengals. As of the recording of this podcast Thursday afternoon, the Bills haven't taken the podium just yet. Here's a portion of Bengals head coach Zach Taylor's talk from his midweek presser recounting what happened Monday night. You know, just to kind of give context of, of what we were dealing with on the field as it happened, because um, I've, I've watched the TV copy just to kind of see what everybody else saw. And if you think about it, we're on the field. We've been in that situation many times where there's an injury to an opponent and you give them the space to operate. And, and um so as our team made it on the field and you could see the reaction uh, of the players that were out there and how they were impacted, mostly their guys, a couple of our guys, you could, you could quickly see the seriousness of the nature that it was different than anything we'd experienced. And during those moments, uh, all everyone's hoping for is the best case scenario with DeMar. No one's processing whether this is a game that's going to be played or delayed. That, that's not going through anyone's mind. I, I've, seen the, I've seen the TV copies now and everybody else was kind of forced to think that way because, because they're not down there in the moment. Um, so people get a chance to process what's going to happen. That, that never crossed any of our minds. It was just, how is this player going to be okay? So then when the, the uh, ambulance starts to pull away, is really the first moment anyone gets to even think about anything. And, and in that moment, um, you know, it came together with Sean McDermott and the officials kind of led the way there. And, 
and it was determined, you know, just to just to take a few moments as teams to, to just process what had happened and separate and go to our sidelines and uh, just take a few moments to process because no one had had that chance. You know, I, I look at Sean and those players, all they were doing is looking at their teammate and their brother and, and hoping for the best there. That's the only thing going through their minds. I, I didn't say a word to anybody the entire time except for TB. Um, who, who knew DeMar, and, and I could tell that he was going through it. So I could just see the expressions on Jordan Poyer's face and Josh Allen's face and TB's face. And so you're processing just, uh, um, you know, how, how uh, awful the situation was. We separated his teams. Uh, the officials, again, did a great job of coming over to me and saying, hey, um, you know, they're, they're still trying to process this moment here, uh, Coach McDermott and their team. And so um, instead of playing telephone on separate sidelines, the decision was made just to go over there and, and make sure we're all, you know, talking together. And and I won't disclose um, any of the private conversations Sean and I had except for this. When I got over there, uh, the first thing he said was, I need to be at the hospital tomorrow, and I shouldn't be coaching this game. And so that, to me, provides all the clarity because there, there was no uh, unprecedented is the word that gets thrown out a lot about this situation because that's what it is. Uh, but in that moment, he really – uh, showed who he was, that, that all his focus was just on DeMar and being there for him, being there for his family at the hospital. And, and at that point, um, I think everybody, everything trended in the, in the direction it needed to trend and the right decisions were made there. But um, again, just, just uh, the way that I, I really felt Sean McDermott led in that moment for his players. He was there for his players. He, he processed the right way, which was incredibly difficult. And uh, and really helped us get to the the solution that we needed to get to. Um, I think was was really good. So um, that's 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 really um, all I have about the situation. Um, again, the the thoughts and prayers should be with Demar and his family. The support with the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, we've got people on our team that are affected that knew Demar from high school. Cal Adamitis, Tyler Boyd played with him. Plenty of guys are around him in the off season that had relationships with him and. Um, so we'll continue to support those guys and our players and our team. Uh, but again, a lot of support goes to the Buffalo Bills and, and DeMar and his family. We're going to go ahead and jump to a bit of what the Chiefs have been saying. You were saying watching live at, at, at the time that you were going to be in and out of doing things. But yeah, I, no, I saw it. Yeah, no, I saw it. Yeah, it was terrible. So I, I felt just like everybody else did. It was terrible. We'll start with the coaching staff. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, and defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo. All right. Um, uh, I'll just start with Demar. Uh, that's um, quite a uh, quite an event that, that took place there. I mean, that um, there are a lot of things that you can take out of that from a humanity standpoint. Uh, we're all we're all pulling for Demar as he goes forward here. We actually had a team prayer for him yesterday with our team chaplain. So, um, uh, you know, thinking that that any bit of extra that we can get to, to support him, we're, we're trying to do from afar. But um, we're, you know, our prayers are also with his family and um, as they go forward. I know there's been a lot going on this week, but uh, obviously there's a lot of good news that's coming out. and. Um, I'm not one to hear to report it, but it's amazing what the power of prayer can do. Hearts, prayers. Listen, Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier are close, close friends. Uh, it was hard to watch, and, and Sid gave me a little bit. It sounded like things were good, and I think that's great. So keep I'll keep praying. I mean, I think I'm like everyone else. I've been, a, I've been playing contact football since the age of six. And so 
Never have I seen anything like this on the football field. I know uh, some of us of, of age when Hank Gathers situation happened. Uh, so it's, it's, it just takes you back. It just gives you a different perspective on life. And it makes you thankful and grateful for all the blessings that we have, but also too, just to acknowledge that there is a human element of this because, you know, we got guys that put on a Superman cape every week. And when it's all said and done with, I mean, we all breathe in, you know, the same air and try and just do things the right way and give ourselves a chance to be happy every day. And it's unfortunate that uh, the situation happened, but I think one thing that you can take out of it is just, it's amazing how when everybody comes together for a good cause and pause and not look at each other for whatever way, you know, it's amazing how things happen. And it's just amazed, been amazing watching this unfold. And some thoughts from players. Patrick Mahomes, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Juan Thornhill took the podium this week. I think it affects everyone in this league in a, in a way where it really puts things in perspective. Um, we go out there every week. Um, and I'm not going to say we take it for granted, but you go out there and you play a game that you love and you just enjoy it. Um, and you don't think about uh, things like that happening. And uh, whenever something like this happens, um, I think it impacts everybody. I mean, obviously, my prayers are with DeMar, his family, um, the Buffalo Bills, the Bengals, everyone that was in attendance at that game. But, uh, I mean, it, it sent chills through, through my body when I was watching it. And um, all I did was just sit there and pray for him because that's all you can do when you, when you feel – like you can't help. Um, and so, uh, like I said, uh, I've been watching updates just like everybody and trying to make sure that, uh, first off, that DeMar is, is healthy and he can get back uh, because at the end of the day, we're, we're people, we're not just players. And I think uh, I think everybody understands that even more now. Yeah, obviously, we, we all play this game and we put our lives on the line. And, you know, to see one of our, you know, football brothers, um, you know, in this fraternity of, of football go down like that and, you know, lose his life. Um, it's it's hard, you know. We, we put our lives on the line every single play, and a lot of people take that for granted. And um, it, it's tough to see. It's tough to sleep at night because that could have been any one of us. It could have been myself, any one of those guys in the locker room. Um, I think every football player, you know, around the the country felt that. I mean, it's really scary, like saying things like that happen on the football field, knowing that we play the same exact sport as I mean, as him as a as a contact sport, and it's scary because it can affect us. It can be us that's in that same exact situation. So um, all I can do right now is just pray for DeMar and hope that he gets better and hope that it doesn't happen anymore this season. People say it, and if you've seen uh, injuries happen uh, that have been major injuries and stuff like that, but uh, I've never seen anything where someone had been getting a CPR and stuff like that on the field. And I don't think it's, it, I don't know any of, uh, any, any of us have seen it. It's happened, it hadn't happened in such a long time. Um, and you don't think about that stuff when you're stepping on the field. You think about how, how can I win the game? How can I do this and this? And like I said, it puts in perspective that when you go on that field, um, that anything can happen. Um, and so um, you got to take this game for what it is. You got to enjoy it, have fun, do it, leave everything you have out, out there. But at the same at the same time, it's just a game. And um, when we say that, we have to know that we that we're we're, we're going out there and we are putting our lives on the line. Um, and I think we forget that because we've done it so many times and nothing's happened. Reed said the Chiefs have prioritized players' mental health this week. Yeah, I mean, they saw it like we did. So um, just to know that there's help for them if they need to talk to somebody, that, that we're, we're available. You know, whether it's religiously, psychologically, we've got, we have all the tools, plus the league has 
tools to help you through that? Mental health is everything, obviously. Um, you, have, you have to always check up on your brothers because it can be a struggle. It can affect someone else differently than others. So um, just constantly checking up on them, see how things are going, just to make sure that their mind is in the right place and bring your brother along if they're not in the right place and just let them know that you're there for them. As football players, we're taught to be tough and um, not let anything affect us and have thick skin and you know battle through adversity. Uh, but that was real life. You know, obviously football is football. You can, you know, get on Twitter and let whatever anyone wants to say about you, about your gameplay, you know, not affect you. But when you see a young man, you know, fight for his life, you know, that's far more important. So I think just being able to call in your brother and say, hey, man, you can lean on me, you know, or, you know, hit me up if you need something is, is huge. Well, you know, with Dr. T and our crew here, um, we've, uh, you know, we address the issue uh, right away. I mean, it's... This is real, and it's uh, so we 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 didn't tiptoe around it. I mean, we we addressed it with the team and talked to them, and they know they have counsel there if they need it. The league's got counsel for them if they need it. Um, so um, you know that's that's how we went about it. Over in Las Vegas, the Raiders shared some thoughts as well. Here's head coach Josh McDaniels, quarterback Jared Stidham, and wide receiver Devontae Adams. I'll start uh, by. Um, Obviously, sending our thoughts and prayers uh, to DeMar Hamlin, his family, um, the entire Buffalo Bills organization, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, um, the entire NFL community, all the players uh, that go out there and um, play the game that we love every week. Um, obviously, Monday night was a scary uh, situation, and, um, you know, I think there's a there's – you know, a lot of um, feeling and sentiment you can tell in our building and I'm sure around the league. Um, uh, just concern for, um, you know, his, his well-being and as it should be. And so um, I thought that Sean and Zach did a great job, um, you know, of, of handling the situation as, um, you know, obviously as well as they could the other night. And, um you know, we'll continue to be thinking about them and hoping for uh, good news, obviously, as we as we go through the week. So, um, you know, so it's a it's a, it's a difficult situation. I think the players, we did a good job this morning. Our doctor, Dr. Singh, uh, educated them a little bit on, um, you know, what we know about that scenario, um, just so they have peace of mind about, you know, what actually occurred as best we know it. Um, and all of our support staff and uh, coaching staff, everybody uh, that the players would need uh, are here today. We'll be here all week in case they need anything else. But, uh, uh, again, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, DeMar and his family and, and the entire Bills organization. First of all, before we get going, I uh, just want to give my condolences to um, DeMar Hamlin, uh, him and his family, obviously, and uh, the, the Bills organization, the Cincinnati uh, organization. Um, I know from a player's perspective who, you know, we're, we're all, we all compete every week, but at the same time, this the NFL is a brotherhood, and um, to see to see a brother like that uh, go down like that, it was it was very very scary, um, and obviously we take all of that extremely seriously. So, um, just all of our thoughts and prayers to uh, Demar and his family, Bills organization, Cincinnati's organization, um, 
yeah, so I just wanted to wanted to say that before we get going. It's tough. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I appreciate the way we started the day off, um, kind of in our team meeting. We we addressed it a little bit and, and, you know, opened up just to talk about it. A couple guys had some questions about, you know, just the ins and outs of what happened. And obviously we don't really know. And, you know, no doctor can come tell us exactly right now. If, if they if we haven't been told, I just, you know, an independent, you know, guy's not going to be able to tell us exactly what happened. But just to have a couple answers, um, you know, at least address the elephant in the room is, is kind of a big deal right now. Um, it's kind of insensitive, I think, if we were to just jump in here without talking about it and making sure everybody's mind was clear and, you know, able to, to jump into that. So I appreciate the way that Josh started off the day. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. As we talked about at the top of the show, Saturday's Chiefs-Raiders game will be the first NFL game played since Monday night. Both teams were asked about the challenges that come with taking the field after something like this. I mean, it's hard to say. Um, we're we're going to be the first game back, um, and so it's hard to say. I mean, you know there's a job that you have to do. Um, you put all this work in for months uh, to try to go out there and play your best football. Um, but when you get on that field, I'm sure it'll be a, a little bit of a weird feeling because uh, it was such a scary incident um, that was terrifying uh, that I think everybody saw. Um, and so um, we will see when we get out there, but uh, I, I know our guys will just get out there and hopefully when we get to play in the game again, it can be fun and everybody can enjoy it um, like uh, we have all, uh, our whole lives. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is the, a game you know, that I love, you know, and I you know, never take those, you know, games for granted. Um, you know, I pray before I walk on the field every single Sunday um, or Saturday in this case, um, just for, you know, my health and my teammates' health and everybody who plays these games' uh, health. You know, so it's, it's still a, a dream of mine that I, you know, still take, you know, very serious. And um, obviously, you know, health is the first thing that we all think about when we step on the field. Um, but when you get out there and you start to, you know, put those fears and doubts, that's when more injuries happen. 
you know, so we try to take those worries and fears and anxieties out. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, our health is the most important thing. I mean, obviously, you know, something like that is just, it's so scary for, for anybody. And, um, yeah, it's something that you just, like, I, you know, it'll probably be in the back of people's minds. And, and everybody can, you know, handles things differently. Um, you know, it's just, it's something that's just extremely scary that's happened. And, um, yeah, you just try to, you know, protect yourself as best you can. Um, you know, I, it's just football's a very physical sport, and it's just uh, it's very sad what happened, and like I said, very scary. You just played the game how you how you've always played it. You know, that was a, a routine play. You know, that no one would expect that to be the outcome of it. You know, we thought it was a you know, a normal play um, that we've seen a million times. You know, so you can't go in there with with fears that, that it can happen to you because it can happen to you, but it can happen to you on a, on a routine play or a big hit, you know, so it's it's a part of the game. Um, but obviously, we don't want to see anyone, you know, in that position ever again. Some housekeeping notes to get to on the injury front this week with a few pretty significant updates here. This is from Reed's Wednesday presser. Harrison Bucker um, hurt his back. His back spasmed up today, so he didn't practice. Um, uh, it's, it's getting better as we go here, but <clears throat> he did have some back spasms, and uh, we just pulled off him. Uh, and then uh, guys that were uh, limited, uh, McColl went out and did, did some good work today, um, and we're, we're just going to see how he feels tomorrow. It's day by day. He's trying his heart out to to get back in here, man, you know. Um, and Legereus Sneed, uh with the hip pointer, Sky Moore with the hand, came out and did just a few things. He um, that hand's still swollen though. I mean, he's he's not uh, and sore. He split. I, I think have I talked to you since? He split his hand. His hand split open there. Okay. So um, and had sutures put in. Uh, so he's recovering from that. Back to Butker. Does this mean the Chiefs could be bringing in another kicker? Well, there's a chance we do. He he's doing he's doing okay, but just. From a uh, security standpoint, there's a chance we do that. We're, we haven't quite got that far, but um, you know, there's a chance you might you might have to do that. And that's nothing with you know Harrison. We have full trust in Harrison, so I don't want, don't want to start that kind of stuff. You'll remember last time around against the Raiders back in Week Five, Kansas City went into the locker room down 20 to 10 at Arrowhead. There was that wild roughing the passer call against Chris Jones that left Arrowhead booing for the rest of the game. But the Chiefs would come roaring back to escape with a 1.30-29 win. Taylor's looking at the film from that one, but these are two different teams since then. I think it's helpful. Um, it doesn't always, uh, it's not always a precursor of what's going to happen the next game, as we know. The second game of these um, division rivalries is always a little bit different, you know, because, you know, you, 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 you're going to change some things. There's no question about it. So, um, you know. Our focus is going to be on trying to get to know the team they have now, the way they're playing now. There's some things that have changed, obviously, for that, and um, you know, get ourselves ready to go. Hopefully, we, you look, the formula is not going to change. We're going to need to get off to a good start. I mean, when they get off to a good start and they play the game the way they want to, they want to play it, um, it's difficult, um, you know. And, and obviously, taking care of the football, and not giving them extra opportunities, uh, is a huge part of of, of of attempting to beat them. So. Um, this is as good a team, you know, we talked about that last week. It's the same thing. I mean, there's two teams in a row. I'd say this is as good a, of a football team as we're going to play. Obviously, Andy's done it a, a long time. Um, 
they're playing in his vision and the way they want him to play. They have a, uh, a lot of really, really good players. Uh, they're, they're really well coached, and you got to do a lot of things right to beat them. The biggest roster change, Vegas has since benched quarterback Derek Carr and gone with Stidham instead. This will be a second start. Oh, it's just as exciting. Um, anytime you get to go out and play football, it's exciting. Um, that's how I look at it, and it's a, it's another uh, opportunity against a, a great football team. So that's that's how I'm looking at it. He's a really good quarterback. We see him as a gunslinger. The guy, he's super confident. You would think that since he was a backup, he'll come in and be a little shaky. But I watched the game last week, and I mean, he stepped up and played like a heck of a game. I think he played like one of the best games probably that they had all season. Um, I think he can control it. He can move the ball. We just have to focus in and, and show up to play because the Raiders are a really good team. Yeah, the first thing that sticks out is there's a lot of weapons over there. They got really good tight end. They got wide outs. That running back is for real. Uh, I think the offensive play call is for real. I know Josh real well. And when they put number three, they put Stidham in there last week, you know, don't, don't take this too far, but the mechanics and actions of the way he was doing, I saw Tom Brady. You know, because I'm sure Josh coaches it that way. I'm talking about the way he get in our checks and the, the, the kind of the signals he was using. But this guy's a real good player. Um, I thought he was real aggressive last week. Uh, he put some points on the board on a really good defense. Um, so we got ourselves quite a challenge defensively going out there in during Raiders week which we know is real special, and go try to find a way to win a game. That's it for this week's press coverage. Kickoff coming up at 3.30 on Saturday. It's Raiders and it's it's Chiefs, and doesn't get any better than that. And make sure to tune in to our KCSN YouTube and Twitter pages for live coverage as soon as the game ends. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.